This podcast is sponsored by the FG Barnes Group, with showrooms in Canterbury and Maidstone, offering a range of new and approved used cars, including MG, Seat and Vauxhall. Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Nicola Everett. Hello, hope you're okay. Thanks ever so much for downloading today's podcast on Tuesday, April the 26th. And it's been revealed today a tattoo artist found dead at a studio in Canterbury had suffered fatal wounds to her neck. It's now two weeks since Ramona Stoyer was discovered at Gothink in the city. Our reporter Brad Harper was at the opening of an inquest at County Hall in Maidstone earlier. Ramona, who was 35, is believed to have been killed by her husband, Catalin Mikeu, in a suspected murder-suicide at the Gothink studio in Canterbury. Mikeu had been facing allegations he had raped his wife multiple times throughout their marriage. Dozens of armed police were called to the tattoo studio in Lower Bridge Street on April the 11th, where the couple were both found dead. Kent Police referred itself to the police watchdog, the Independent Office for Police Conduct, after its contact with the couple before their deaths, but it was revealed there would be no investigation. The inquest was adjourned until June the 27th, when a more detailed hearing is likely to take place. Well, an inquest into the death of Catalin Miku is due to open on Friday. In previous podcasts, we've told you about the many tributes left outside Gothic for Ramona. One heartfelt poem is called Shining Star and reads, A shining star snatched from our sky. The question we ask ourselves is why? A wonderful spirit loved by all, an amazing lady so beautiful taken by the angels in such a cruel way so heartbroken can't find the words to say the tattoos you created are your legacy up in heaven now spirit flying free well police would still like to hear from anyone who has any concerns or information regarding the incident at Gothink which happened as I say two weeks ago now you can contact them via the Kent Police website or by calling 101 and the reference to quote is 11 slash 0995 or you you can call Crime Stoppers anonymously on 0800 treble 5 treble 1. And if you need support with issues of domestic violence, you can call Refuges Helpline for free on 0808 2000 247. That's 0808 2000 247. Or you can visit the charity's website. Kent Online News. Other top stories today. And a man who threatened to kill a worker at a bank in Dartford before stealing money from a till has been jailed for more than five years. Roy Sinclair was armed with a knife when he went into the branch of Lloyd's on the High Street in February. He took discontinued £20 notes and called Kent Police two days later to admit what he'd done. Well, I robbed the bank the other day, yeah? You robbed in, the bank the other day? I robbed in Dartford, yeah? Right. And I wanted to hand myself in. Okay. Um, okay. I, I wanted to know what advice you'd give me, but what, what, how am I best to go about doing it? Okay, so when, when did you say you did that? Friday. And what bank? Lloyd's Bank in Dartford. Okay, bear with me. <clears throat> Alright. What's your name? Roy Sinclair. Roy Sinclair? Yeah. Okay. And where are you at the minute, Roy? I'm back in Dartford and I want to hand myself in, yeah? Oh. All right, so I'll I'll come back. I do appreciate that. Just give me a second, all right, and I'll see what I can do. Okay. What time did it happen on Friday? Um, about four o'clock. Okay, did you, did you have any weapons on you? Yeah, knife. 
Okay. Um, whereabouts in Dartford at you in a minute? I'm at Dartford. I'm at the bus stop trying to get to Ebb Street Police Station. Oh, you're actually trying to get there at the minute, are you? Yeah. And you're quite compliant, yeah? You're quite happy that you want to hand yourself in? Yeah. There's one bus here. No, wrong no, one. No, just, just stay, uh, stay where you are for the, for the time being, Roy. Don't, don't get on the bus. You're going to send the unit for me, yeah? So, yeah, we'll, we'll do that for you, no problem. What's, what are you wearing? Um, black tracksuit and black trainers. You are on your own. Have you got any weapons on you? No, no, nothing like that. Do you know the road name that you're on? Is it the actual no. the bus station? Um, no, it's at the bus stop I'm at. I'm outside oh. the, um, opposite the gym, opposite Aldi. It's a beast there, I think. You got, just, I'll wait till you're definitely with them. Alright, let me now. I'll confess to you, remember, yeah? At this moment in time, you're under arrest for robbery for the Lloyds Bank that you the 43-year-old from Ossidon Street in Sydenham in south-east London will be the subject of a two-year extended licence when he's eventually released from prison. It's emerged a Kent Butcher's chain went under, owing more than a million pounds to other businesses. More than 150 firms have been left out of pocket following the decision last month to put JC Rook & Sons into administration. Documents reveal the money is highly unlikely to ever be paid back. There are fresh calls today for a boycott of P&O Ferries after it sacked 800 workers with no notice last month. The Trade Union's Congress also wants the government to cut ties with its Dubai-based owner DP World. The company is expected to resume services between Dover and Calais for some freight customers tomorrow. Well, on yesterday's podcast, the RMT union told us how concerned they were about safety. Here's a quick reminder of what Darren Proctor had to say. We believe, and we've said previously, that there will be a fatality as a consequence of fatigue on board that vessel. And people will be looking back at an investigation of some description. Okay, and looking at these interviews that we've done and saying that the RMT and the trade unions flagged this up and we'd rather have a proactive approach rather than a reactive approach. You can hear that interview in full and the rest of the episode by heading to the podcast pages of Kent Online or subscribing via Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and Spotify. Detectives are trying to find a man who threatened a teenager with a knife in Tunbridge Wells. The victim was walking with two friends from Vicarage Road into Pennington Road when he was targeted last month. Officers are asking people with CCTV or dash cam footage to get in contact with them. A Kent MP has denied accusations he's been plotting to oust Boris Johnson from power. Ashford's Damien Green has called the report, which claims he's leading efforts to dethrone the Prime Minister, disgraceful and absolutely untrue. It comes amid growing calls for the PM to resign over breaking Covid rules. Now, it's emerged a Maidstone woman who was found dead in her bed just days before Christmas had been taking sleeping tablets and morphine to cope with long hospital working hours. 31-year-old Sarah Tansley was a clinical carer at Pembury Hospital and had overdosed at her shared accommodation last December. An inquest heard she was discovered by her mum and had been taking the pills because of a lack of sleep. This podcast is sponsored by the FG Barnes Group.
with car dealerships in Canterbury and Maidstone. A Whitstable mum says she's going to have to keep her daughter off school if plans to cut some bus services in the town go ahead. We've told you previously that Stagecoach has taken the very tough decision to axe some routes next month due to rising costs and a drop in passenger numbers since the pandemic. Now it includes buses taking children from Whitstable and Herne Bay to the Spires Academy in Canterbury. Ish has been chatting to Karen Norris She's been telling him why this service is her daughter's only option to get to school. The reason it is vital to my daughter is because the Spires Academy is a small school with a small heart and the bus actually goes into the school grounds and drops her in school so I know she is safe. If they act the 922, my daughter then has to get two buses, a triangle, or a four or a six and then an eight going up to on the main road to the school. The main road leading to Spires Academy is very busy. It's a 40 mile hour limit, which it shouldn't be outside the school. It should be 15. Um, I'm not happy for my daughter to get two buses to school. If she gets off the triangle at the level crossings at Sturry Road, she's got to take her life in her hands to cross that road, and I'm not happy for it. Stagecoach are happy to carry on. It's KCC acts in it because they want to save money. They don't think it's needed, and students can go on two buses they want students, children that go to secondary school to go to their local secondary school. Well, that doesn't fit all students. That doesn't fit everybody. And it's certainly going to a bigger secondary school wouldn't suit my daughter. So from your perspective and the um, alternative that Stagecoach are offering is just simply not good enough. It's not something you're willing to let your daughter try not- or... It's not actually Stagecoach, it's KCC saying that the children are able to get these two buses. My daughter doesn't want to do it. It means she'd have to get up at some unearthly hour in the morning to get the triangle and then get off. She'd have to get up at half past five in the morning to be outside the door to go and get the first triangle bus to take her to school and it's not on. And if they cut one of the buses, doesn't come that makes her late for school and so where where does this leave your daughter where where do you go from here if you're not able to get the 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 transport to school um her principal is now in talks with kcc because he's very very concerned about um children getting off of a bus on a busy road that is 40 miles an hour and children have been killed on this main road where they're travelling so fast. This is why the principal before this one had put on the service for the bus to go into school so the children were safe. When you contacted us, you suggested that your daughter, you'd have to keep her off school unless there is suitable transport arrangements. Is that what you're prepared to do? She, She won't be able to go in? to keep her off school the school know I am prepared to keep her off because I'm not happy for her to get two buses to school not knowing that she is in school and she's safe with the 922 I know that she's on her way to school she gets put the bus goes into school and it drops her so I won't worry I will worry all day 
going to school and coming home from school if KCC don't put, get their act together and sort this out. But the county council has previously said alternative transport will be provided to pupils eligible for free school travel. There's a warning today. Operation Brock might need to be put in place on the M20 another seven times this year. The contraflow system has been used to queue lorries heading towards Dover for over a month now. Kent's highways bosses are calling for help from the government to keep traffic moving when there are delays at the border. Sticking with transport news and controversial plans Plans to convert a busy route through Canterbury into a one-way system have been pushed back until next year. Bosses want to make changes to the A28 through the Winchie part of the city in a bid to ease congestion. Work on the £3 million project was due to start this summer, but is now likely to get underway in early 2023 and take nine months to complete. Two suspected drug dealers have been arrested after police in Tunbridge Wells seized hundreds of street deals. Officers discovered cocaine and £10,000 in cash after searching two vehicles and properties in the town. The suspects are in their 20s and 30s and have both been charged. Work on a new £10 million healthy living centre in Medway could start by the end of the year. It'll eventually be set up at the Pentagon Shopping Centre in Chatham. Councillors are hoping it'll attract a million visitors a year following a boost in trade there because it was home to a Covid vaccination hub. Kent Online reports. People living in a part of Maidstone are worried about the amount of dust that's been created by the demolition of a former 26-storey library building. At Kent Online, you can see video of the old Springfield Tower being knocked down. It was built back in 1966, but has been empty for years, with many describing it as an eyesore. A campaign's been launched to get the University for the Creative Arts Campus in Medway listed as an asset of community value. There are plans to close the Fort Pitt Hill site by September 2023, but many fear it'll be a huge cultural loss. It's hoped this step could safeguard its future. Elsewhere, a Kent secondary school's been given extra cash to get plans for an eco-classroom off the ground. It's hoped it can be built at Dartford Science and Technology College to give students hands-on experience about food production and plants. The Kent Community Foundation is now providing a £4,000 grant for the first phase of its plans. A Kent man's been bitten more than 100 times due to an infestation of false widow spiders in his flat. Russell Davis from Southborough near Tunbridge Wells has been living with them for more than a year and says it stopped him from working. The housing association Clarion say they're working to resolve the issue. You can see pictures of Russell and the bikes at Kent Online. And a company has offered to repair the roof of a 12th century church in Medway, which had been vandalised by a group of boys. All Roofs UK will be fixing the tiles on St Helens in Cliff following the damage caused on Easter Monday. The church of feared repairs could cost thousands of pounds, but the firm says it'll do it for free. Kent Online Sports. Football and Gillingham fans will be keeping a very close eye on how relegation rivals Fleetwood Town get on tonight. The Jills are back in the League One drop zone after losing 3-1 to Portsmouth at the weekend. Fleetwood are currently a place above them on goal difference but have played a game less and they host Sheffield Wednesday at 7.45. A win for Fleetwood would secure their safety. And Kent tennis star Emma Rajikanu is searching for a new coach after parting ways with Torben Belts. She's been working with the Germans since November 
November, but has only won five matches so far in 2022. The head of women's tennis at the LTA, Ian Bates, will step in to temporarily coach the 19-year-old who's from Orpington. Well, that's all from us for today. Thanks ever so much for listening. Don't forget, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Plus, you can also get access to the ad-free Kent Online premium site. To do it, you need to subscribe. Just head to kentonline.co.uk forward slash subscribe. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online podcast. This podcast is sponsored by the FG Barnes Group with showrooms in Canterbury and Maidstone, offering a range of new and approved used cars, including MG, Seat and Vauxhall.